friends. Welcome back to the Finding Wondrous Things podcast. Today I wanted to talk about tips for reading through the whole Bible. If you follow me on Instagram, I did do a post about this, but I'm going to kind of go in depth for all the tips that I gave. So first of all, number one, God's word should be enjoyed and not timed. I think it's great to have a plan to follow a reading plan or to have goals, but I do think our ultimate goal is to immerse ourselves in God's word, to learn more about who he is, to learn how we should live in accordance to him. So I think it's great to have a plan, but we just have to be careful not to let it become more important than spending time with God. The next tip is... Listening to the Bible counts. Um, My friends and I have talked about this a lot, and we wonder, is listening to the Bible on audio enough? Um, As if if you just listen to it, it doesn't count. But I believe it does. I believe whatever way we can get into the Word and read our Bible is good. So my daughter has been behind in school for a bit, and I decided to have her evaluated just to make sure there was no disability hindering her, and there isn't, but we did find out that she is an auditory learner. So now, when she has a text to read for school, she can listen to it on audiobook. When she has homework, I read out loud the text or read the questions out loud, and then she can answer them, and she's improving so much just by that simple switch of not reading it herself, but listening to it being read out loud or an audiobook. So I do think if you are someone that does better with listening out loud, it's okay to listen to the Bible. So there's a few ways I have done this. One way I actually really love doing this was first thing in the morning. So I would make sure my headphones were charged and I would put them on my nightstand. And the first thing when I woke up in the morning, I put them in my ears. I'd open up the Dwell app and I would listen to that day's Bible reading. So obviously this way does take a little bit of planning. You need to make sure your headphones are charged. If they are wireless, you need to know what you are reading every single day. But when I get up in the morning, I don't get ready. I don't put on makeup or do my hair. I just make coffee. But from getting up and going to make the coffee and adding it to my creamer, I am listening to the Bible and to my reading plan. And then I either do one or two things. Either I'd pick up right where I left off in the audio. So after I make my coffee, I'm listening. I've got it in my ears. I go sit down to my Bible And if I was that day listening to Matthew chapter 5, and I listened to Matthew chapter 5 through verse 15, then I would sit down, open up my Bible, and I would start at verse 16 and read the rest of the chapter. Or the only thing you could do is just read the whole chapter again. But either way, it helps me wake up a bit. It also keeps my mind focused on God's word first thing when I wake up. And it eliminates the temptation to scroll through my phone or check my email while I'm making coffee. Because, you know, as it's making, you're standing there and sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get on my email for a second or just do this. But this kind of eliminates that to where all I'm doing is listening to the Bible and listening to my plan. And I'm paying attention because this is my Bible reading for the day. So I have really enjoyed that way. The other way I do it is just by listening to my entire reading. So this is helpful during busier seasons, and this is actually what I am doing right now. So for my current reading plan, I read one chapter of the Bible plus a psalm. And so my current routine is I wake up first thing in the morning, I spend time in prayer, and I write a prayer for the psalm that is assigned that day. And then for my reading plan, I am in Genesis, and I listen to that chapter on audio sometime in the afternoon. 
So I am not doing a deep study on Genesis right now. For me currently, this is just a busier season with a toddler and I really want to spend my first moments in the morning in prayer. So I am in my Bible in the morning. I'm in, you know, I'm in the Psalms, writing the prayer. I'm in other Bible verses, like other Bible chapters as I am praying. And I will um, pray through those verses. But for my actual Bible reading, I am doing that in the afternoon and on audio. So I did read Genesis last year in January, and I studied it deeply. I read commentary. I took notes for every single chapter. So as I came back to this year, I do feel like I have just read it. And again, there's nothing wrong Um nothing wrong if I wanted to study it deeply again, but I decided this time to listen to it on audio. And I feel like sometimes we think we have to study everything so deeply. Like we have to squeeze squeeze every ounce of truth and knowledge we can out of a text. But when I think about it, I wonder how many times will I read through the Bible in my life? Hopefully a lot. And I will most likely come back to Genesis again. So if I studied it deeply last time, it's okay if I just want to listen to it this time. Same thing with the Psalms. I have studied the Psalms so many times. I've, you know, taken notes in my Bible. I have, you know, in a journal, read commentary. So this year I am just writing a prayer for every single Psalm. And I don't feel the need to deeply study it because I know I've already done it before and I can always do that next year. But I know for this year in reading the Psalms, my goal is just to write a prayer for every single Psalm. Okay, next tip is do what works for you. So I think sometimes we see on social media the different ways people do things and we feel like it has to look the same way, but do whatever works for you. I have heard of people studying deeply only once or twice a week and every other day they just read, but just those two days or even just one day they study deeply. I've heard of people just listening to the audiobook, but no matter what you see other people doing, I think it's important to just pick and choose what will actually work for you and your schedule. Okay, next tip is split up your reading throughout the day. So sometimes when I read in just the morning, I feel like something is missing throughout the day, right? Like if you read in the morning and then you're done, sometimes I I forget what I read or I mean, I mean, just it's not going to sustain me all day, right? So if we just prayed in the morning and didn't talk to God again until the next morning, that wouldn't really sustain us, right? Like I pray throughout the whole day. I I do spend a lot of intentional time in the morning praying, but then throughout the day, I also come back and talk to God constantly. So I like splitting up my reading because I like to be able to be in God's word multiple times throughout the day. So if that means you're reading like three chapters and maybe you read two chapters in the morning and one chapter in the afternoon. Or if you're doing like a New Testament and Old Testament plan, you could read the New Testament in the morning and the Old Testament in the afternoon. But splitting out my reading helps me to continue to meet with God throughout the day and not just that one time during quiet time. Okay. And then those are really my tips. I'm just going to share what I have done, um, how different ways that I have read through the whole Bible. So the first time I read through Genesis to Revelation, and if you listen to my podcast, Leaving a False Religion, I do mention about it, but I did not know about inductive studying at this time. I honestly didn't know about commentary. I didn't know any, any good commentary, nothing. So I really just read it front to back. The second time I read it, I read Genesis through Isaiah, and then I was really wanting to kind of get out of the Old Testament. I wanted to read the New Testament. So I read the whole New Testament. 
Matthew to Revelation, and then it was December. So that was one whole year of reading. And the next year I decided to try chronological and I read chronological for about six months. And that's when I really started feeling like my prayer life was lacking um, just because I was reading and studying so much every single day. And it was a very fast paced plan. And so here's another tip, actually, it's okay to stop a plan that's not working for you. This was not working for me, even though it was great. I was in the word every day. I was reading chronologically. I was listening to a podcast that went with it. I was doing all these things that seemed good and I was still lacking in my prayer life. And so for this season, this plan just wasn't working. So I stopped it and I decided to just pick up and finish where I had stopped the year before. So I read, if you remember, I stopped in Isaiah. So I read Isaiah to Malachi, finishing the Old Testament and therefore reading the whole Bible again. But as you can tell, it took like two years and it wasn't all the way straight through. It was, you know, kind of mixed around, but that's okay. So what I do like to try to do is switch between reading deeply or inductively and just reading through the whole Bible. So typically it takes... A year, maybe two, to read through the entire Bible. For me, I mean. I mean, other people I know, people can do it in like 90 days. For me, I usually do it in like one or two years. But this is typically not a deep study. I usually don't take a ton of commentary notes. I don't take a ton of my own notes um, just because it's usually a fast-paced plan. And then when I finish that next year, I usually do books of the Bible inductively. So that next year, I might read... Ephesians, some Psalms, like Second Timothy, First Thessalonians, and Revelation. That's actually what I read one year. So I'm not reading the whole Bible, but I do read different books inductively. So I, and I didn't put a time frame to anything. I would just read through and say, I want to read Ephesians. I would read through, take notes, study it. And then when I was done, I'd be like, okay, now I'm going to read Second Timothy. And then I would go read that. And then the following year, I did another, you know, I would do usually a reading through the Bible plan. So that's kind of another option if you want to read through the Bible um, one year and then maybe the next year, take it slower and just study inductively. You could even read through inductively all the books of the Bible and take several years to do that. Um, And you would still have read the whole Bible, but at your own pace. So I'm kind of doing that right now where I'm reading Um, January, I read Matthew, and then February and March, I read Genesis, and I'm going back and forth from the New Testament to the Old Testament, so then I'm going to read Mark, and then I'll read Exodus, but I'm going through, but at the end of the year, I will have read a handful of books, but I won't have read the whole Bible, so if I continue on with this plan, it'll probably take me two, three years, but I will have finished the whole Bible, and then I'll be in every book kind of inductively, deeply studying it. So these are just some tips I've had friends and we've talked about it and we all kind of feel like this pressure to read the Bible in a certain amount of time. And there is no race. There is no Bible verse that says you must read the Bible in one year. And I think we like to put that time frame on it. And it's okay if you have that goal and you are doing great with it. That is awesome. And I would encourage you to keep doing it. This is more just some tips if you feel like you want to do it, but you feel like, okay, I don't feel like I can get it done in a year. Like that's totally okay. It does not have to be a one year time frame. Um, there's no race to finish your Bible reading plan. It's in a certain amount of time. If you get behind, you can just keep going. But the whole purpose is just to be reading God's word and getting to know him. Mm-hmm.